you feel beautiful? Do you look beautiful? Does one really affect the other? Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we'll help you uncover your true self and unleash beauty that you never knew existed in order to be at your best, both inside and out. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out, where the BU in beauty is always and starts on the inside. So we're going to look at beauty and wellness from a very holistic standpoint all month long. So for the month of September, we're talking about healing and wellness strategies that are going to be able to support you living your best life. And as we kind of progress through the month, we're kind of shifting a little bit into being able to find your purpose. And here's one of the things. I mean, I think that we all struggle with this at some points in our life where we're like, what is my purpose? Why am I here? I'm bored with what I'm doing, or am I doing enough, or I want to make a difference. Um, And when you reach that point, sometimes it's hard to be able to look at your own self um, from that perspective. And sometimes it takes an opportunity for somebody else to be able to look and see what you're doing and how to be able to maybe rebrand you or help you find that purpose and that space that you need to be in. So stay with us all month long as we transition from healing and wellness into finding your purpose. And then one of the things that we have going on in October, it'll start on October 1st, is a 30-day challenge to be able to live your purpose. So if you're still in the finding mode, you're gonna it's going to work for you just great. But we're going to talk about the 30 days of being able to live, uh, find and live that purpose that you are and ways that you can be able to do that. And that kind of ties into the show that we're going to be talking about today, because what we know to be true is that if we're not well on the inside or we're not kind of keeping tabs on how we're feeling on the inside, then we know that beauty or anything we're trying to accomplish on the outside is just going to be that much harder and that much more difficult to be able to do that. So my guest today, and she's a, she's a return guest. So welcome back, Sherry. We're glad to have you here. Awesome. Perfect. Well, Sherry Torcos, she is um, she's a holistic pharmacist. And this is what I love about her bringing the information that she does to this show is because she's really coming from a perspective of what we're putting into our bodies and how it's making the impact on our health, our wellness, and um, just kind of that 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 natural beauty that we're all trying to do. She, she's written many books on health and wellness. And she says, you and part of what we're going to be talking about today is the probiotic world, which I don't, I'm curious, I'm really curious to find out more about this, Sherry, because I feel like they do make a difference for me. um, And I'm a big proponent of um, probiotics, but I don't know if I'm taking the right ones or the right amount or any of that stuff. So I'm interested in finding out what I can do to continually maintain my health and and my digestive tract, I guess, is where this is going. So we're going to talk about probiotics, and um, she's going to share with us that the, the essence behind it, and more importantly, kind of like, is the jury still out on are probiotics good for you or not good for you? So I don't have the answers, but my guest Sherry Torcos does. So welcome, Sherry. Thanks for having me. Yes. Now, I am, I'm excited to be able to have you back again because last time you brought a great wellness conversation to us and it was, it was really tied into us living our best lives and our healthiest life. And I love the role that you play as a pharmacist and not necessarily the doctor or the naturopath in it, but that pharmacist role, that holistic pharmacist role that you play kind of plays both sides of it so that you're really providing the best information that you can. So give us a little history on what you're doing and how you're making all of this happen. Yeah, so I've been practicing pharmacy now for about 25 years. 
And as I've shared with you before, my passion is really with prevention. Um, and when people hear I'm a pharmacist, sometimes they just assume that I'm going to be all about drugs and more pro-drug. And actually, it's quite the opposite. I'm one to say, use drugs only when you absolutely have to. I'm a big believer in prevention, being proactive, uh, following good lifestyle measures, eating healthy, exercising, taking supplements to optimize your health. And I think early on in my education, um, as I was learning about all of these drugs and drug therapies and starting to practice and seeing the effects in people, in some cases good effects, but in some cases people were getting sicker and developing a lot of side effects, it really opened my eyes to uh, look at what more we could do. So my mainstream training was as a pharmacist, but when I graduated from school is when I really pursued my interest in holistic and natural therapies. And I went to a lot of conferences and I've worked with a lot of experts in various fields of integrative and holistic medicine uh, to learn as much as I can and bring that back to my practice and share that with my patients. Oh, you know what? There is something to be said about that. And I, I, I totally get the perception that people would have of you being a pharmacist. But do you feel like, and this is kind of a really big question I'm throwing out at you right away, do you feel like we're a little bit of a, of a society that's over-medicated? Definitely. Um, I think it's starting to change. But um, I know that when I first started practicing, there was a, and this is again, 25 years ago, there was a strong mindset where if you had a symptom or you have a disease or a problem, then there was a pill or a drug to address that. And I've just started to notice in the last decade or so that people's mindsets are changing. They're becoming more cautious about taking prescription drugs. I think partly because we are exposed now to more information on the internet. So people can research and review the benefits and the risks of the drugs they're taking. And they can look at what other measures they can take to be healthier. Um, so I think partly fueled by the access to information. I think also um, there's been so many studies done in different natural therapies. Like we're talking about today, probiotics, thousands of studies on probiotics showing some pretty remarkable benefits. So I think that as well is fueling, um, you know, people's interest in being more preventative and proactive. And, and I'm happy to see that because, again, my, my philosophy, my belief is that we should only use drugs when we absolutely need them. Good case in point, antibiotics. This time of year, we're getting into mm -hmm. cold and flu season. People get colds, they come to the pharmacy, they say to me, you know, this, these are my symptoms, and I'm always there to advise them, okay, these are things that can help speed healing, natural things like echinacea and vitamin C and zinc and stuff like that. Probiotics, for sure, for prevention, they can actually help to support immune health. But I always tell people, don't ask for an antibiotic if you go to the doctor because antibiotics don't work against viral infections. But um, unfortunately, we still, some people have that mindset, you know, I feel sick, I want an antibiotic, and then they get into a whole lot of other problems, digestive distress and antibiotic-associated diarrhea, which there is a, a good rationale for actually using probiotics to prevent that. So mm, Good. Good. So at this point, I'm kind of getting the sense that maybe probiotics are a good thing. And maybe as a consumer, we're just not educated enough as to why that is a, a good option for us. Yeah, I would say that um, more and more pharmacists and doctors are starting to recommend probiotics because there is really good evidence on their benefits. Um, for example, I mentioned the antibiotics and how people get antibiotic-associated diarrhea. That is actually the number one side effect people get when they take antibiotics. 
cramping, gas, bloating, diarrhea. And that's because the antibiotics kill not only the bad bacteria in your system, but they also wipe out your normal flora, the good bacteria, the microflora, the beneficial bacteria. And so when that happens and you get things kind of out of whack in your system, mm-hmm. your, your balance of microflora is upset, then you can run into problems such as diarrhea. Very good evidence showing that probiotics can be very effective in helping to prevent antibiotic-associated diarrhea, not just for adults, but for children. And again, this time of year, children get a lot of illnesses. If they do get sick with, say, an ear infection or a bronchitis and they need an antibiotic, you want to make sure that you give them a probiotic during and after to help protect them against getting that antibiotic-associated diarrhea. I noticed that um, as my parents being elderly, and, and I did just lose my father over the summertime and everything, but oh. they were big proponents on making sure that my parents were taking probiotics um, along with the medicines that they were on just to kind of keep things in balance. Yeah, definitely um, very beneficial because we know as we get older, um, we tend to have a depletion in our microflora, the the, um, levels of our beneficial bacteria. And also as we get older, we have other challenges. We've, you know, maybe traveled um, and been exposed to different bacteria. Maybe we've taken antibiotics, which believe it or not, an antibiotic, one course can upset your normal flora for months, if not years afterwards. Mm. That's just one single course of antibiotics. But also as we get older, there are other things, stress, which, you know, everybody encounters. It's, you know, when, when you're young, it's pretty stress-free. With each decade in life, life gets busier, more stressful. We know that the stress can affect our levels of our microflora, our diet. There are a lot of factors. In fact, there's a really um, interesting website that I want to give out to your listeners and your viewers, which is probiotics.com. And I actually serve as an advisor on that website. And you can go there and do this quick survey. You can enter information on your your age, your gender, your lifestyle, your diet, your health concerns, your goals, and it can help to guide you in finding out whether you could benefit from a probiotic and which one would be a good one for you to choose. So that's probiotics.com. Oh, that's that's fascinating. So, well, let's start first with maybe just defining what a probiotic is. Um, and, you know, and why, why is this becoming a topic now? I mean, because it seems like maybe probiotics have been around for a really long time. Why is it, why are we hearing about it now being something you should be doing and something that doctors are, are prescribing uh, to patients as well? So probiotics, they are beneficial bacteria. Pro is for life biotics. So they are very beneficial bacteria. And when we talk about these beneficial bacteria, they normally live in our system. So from mouth to bottom end, we have bacteria. Some are good and some are not so good. The good bacteria, those are the beneficial bugs. That's the probiotics. And they live in kind of a a harmony with all of the other microorganisms in our body. We have bacteria, we have fungi. Again, it sounds kind of ick, But the reality is our bodies are full of bugs, and they do have specific purposes. The probiotics, the beneficial bacteria, they aid with digestion. They help with nutrient absorption. They help support immune system function. Um, And they are just really, um, I mean, there's so many interesting areas where probiotics are being explored with respect to how they can help with preventing a lot of common problems, bladder infections in women, uh, yeast infections, Uh, They can help, as I mentioned, with preventing antibiotic-associated diarrhea. They can fight off bad infections in kids, too, like rotavirus, norovirus, 
evidence shows that if you kids take those regularly, it can help protect in, the, in that regard. Um, so I would say, you know, it's, it's a really interesting time to um, be in the science and health field because there is strong evidence um, that we can do a lot from a preventative perspective. Hmm. And I'm, I'm a big believer on that because I think it was two years ago I came back from Costa Rica with um, like what they consider to be like a traveler's bug um, that didn't go away. So they had oh me on some pretty heavy antibiotics um, for a, a, an extended period of time. Now, because it was prolonged, like six, eight weeks um, oh that I was not getting better, still not feeling well, on more antibiotics, off them, back on them again. Uh, my immune system went to hell. And at that point then, going into uh, a new season, um, my allergies started kicking up. I started getting sinus infections and bronchitis. So then here I am now on more antibiotics as we're kind of progressing through uh, the rest of the year. And by the time I got to the end of the year, I was worn out. So when you say that, you know, that stuff stays in your system for a really long time, it's true. Like I never, I never felt well all the way up until the end of the year. And so when I got into the new year, I, you know, did some cleansing. I kind of got on some, I think, a good nutrient and vitamin plan from um, a, a, a nutritionist to be able to kind of like, pick my immune system back up and and start feeling better. Um, but I definitely felt the effects of that. And I kept saying, I don't want the antibiotics, but I didn't know what else to do in order to make myself feel better. So they were well, a big, that, yeah, they were a big proponent of probiotics. For sure, especially in a, in a case like that where you've had to take high-dose antibiotics for a long period of time. And um, the traveler's diarrhea that you mentioned, um, that is a common uh, thing that people experience when they travel to different countries, Costa Rica, um, I've been there a few times, thankfully never got traveler's diarrhea, but you know, I've been to Mexico, Cuba, different islands where the hygiene standards are different. They also have different microorganisms in their food and their water. And so I often will tell people when you're going away to some of these other countries, take your probiotic before, during and afterwards to just boost up your, your natural defenses. Um, the one that I take is called Kyodophilus. If you want to write that down, it's K-Y-O-Dophilus, D-O-P-H-I-L-U-S. And the reason I like that, well, there's a couple of reasons. One is it's clinically researched. So that's really important as there's good science behind it. They, um, they're um, human strain probiotic bacteria. And they contain the friendly trio, which is a combination of certain lactobacillus and bifidobacteria that have been very well researched. They offer um, guaranteed potency until expiry. That is huge mm. because a lot of probiotics um, have stability issues. The manufacturing of probiotics is really tricky. They're live organisms and they're very susceptible to breakdown, degradation by heat, and moisture, and different things. So you need a good, reliable product. So that Chiodophilus is one that I know is tested and found to be stable until expiry. And the other key thing, it's um, stable at room temperature. So you don't have to put it in the refrigerator. Uh, that was my next question right. because, yeah. because some of them recommend that. Refrigerator, um, and you're traveling, I mean, that just isn't going to work. But the other issue is for a probiotic, if you have it in the refrigerator – you take it out, you open it up, take out your dose. Sometimes you might forget it on the counter. Moisture can get in. That can break down the organisms. So in my experience, in my professional opinion, 
a good probiotic that's stable at room temperature is key. Um, so the Chiodophilus that I mentioned, they actually have a whole family of, of products. So the one I take is their daily supplement, but they also have a max product, which has higher levels of bacteria. So for people that have specific gastrointestinal issues, or if you're looking at preventing antibiotic-associated diarrhea, if you have Crohn's, colitis, celiac, irritable bowel, that may be beneficial. They have a kid's formula, which is great. It's a chewable. And then they have a formula as well that combines cranberry with the probiotics, with the chiodophilus. And that's great for women that tend to get frequent bladder or yeast infections Mm -hmm. or even bacterial vaginosis. It can play a preventative role for that. How is this different, Sherry, from acidophilus? Because I know that acidophilus is kind of a familiar term for a lot of people. And they have, and I I know a lot of people that are firm believers in that. How is a probiotic different from that? Right, so acidophilus is a probiotic. Okay, so what we're talking about is different types of organisms. So there's lactobacillus, acidophilus, that is the name of one probiotic. So um, just to back it up a bit, when we say the term probiotics, we're actually referring to a whole family of organisms, Mm. and there are many different types. Unlike, say, a supplement like vitamin C or vitamin D, where there's one or maybe just a few derivatives thereof. But with um, probiotics, there are different types of bacteria, and they all have funky names. So you've got lactobacillus acidophilus, you've got lactobacillus gasseri, you've got bifidobacterium bifidum, and then bifidobacteria longum. Those three ones, the last three that I mentioned, the lactobacillus gasseri, bifidobacterium bifidum, and bifidobacterium longum. (laughs) Okay, repeat that again five times. (laughs) I know. They're the friendly trio. So... Um, when, when you think of the bacteria that are normally present in our digestive tract, it's the lactobacillus and the bifidobacteria. And they're in, in, um, in the intestine, the large and small intestine. They're normal inhabitants, so they naturally live there. But the levels of these natural inhabitants, they can be depleted. As I mentioned earlier, stress, travel, taking antibiotics, um, you know, not having a proper diet, things like that can throw a wrench into your digestive system, literally <laughs> gut wrenching, causing problems with, um, with your levels of microflora. And that can manifest, you could have gas, bloating, fatigue, indigestion. And, you know, with your show Beauty Inside Out, a lot of people don't think about it, but if your digestive system is not working good, that can impact how your skin looks, how mm-hmm. you feel. So it really is a huge deal. If you don't have good digestive health, it can impact many aspects of your life, even your ability to think clearly. Mm, that is so true. So true. So thank you for clarifying all of that and saying those big words over and over again. <laughs> now, in this, then this probiotic world that we're talking about here, these are these are mainly over-the-counter. So anybody can purchase them. The one that you're talking about can be purchased in, what, a health food store, a drug store? Both, actually. The Chiodophilus probiotics you can find in both pharmacies and health food stores. And they're on the shelf they're, because they don't require refrigeration. So they're easily easy to find. And, and as I mentioned, they have different formulas. So the, the best thing to do, what I would recommend is going, if you go to the website probiotics.com, and you can fill out a survey, your age, gender, lifestyle, diet, your health goals, and it will help guide you into determining which probiotic would be most beneficial for you. Mm-hmm. You can also 
access to a lot of other great info um, about probiotics, how to take them, the benefits, maybe some common questions that might come to your mind. You can check that out. And what's the, uh, do you think that this probiotic, uh, uh, you know, popularity right now is, is taking effect? And how is it, how, as a pharmacist, how is it impacting our health and our ability to stay well? Well, I think um, it's it's there, there's a huge impact right now with probiotics. I mean, even if you look at the number of, of supplements that are coming out to market and products that say they have probiotics from drinks, you know, there's the basic yogurt drinks and Kefir and yogurts and things like that that are touting the level of probiotics they, or the fact that they have probiotics in them, probiotic drinks like kombucha becoming very popular, mm-hmm. like that's one of the trendy drinks. You know, whether or not it actually has... Um, Reliable amounts of beneficial bacteria that has yet to be determined, but you know, with kombucha, you know, I tell people if you like it, drink it. It's a little pricey, um, but it may have some benefits. Um, I think there's a lot of things that are driving uh, this whole category of supplements, the probiotics. But I think one or two of the biggest factors, from what I see as a pharmacist, are one, the fact that there's so many studies coming out on probiotics showing the benefits. And secondly, people are more interested in prevention today. There's this greater awareness that, hey, I can do things. If I have um, digestive problems, I don't just have to go to the pharmacy and take an antacid or a, a diarrhea product or a laxative. There's actually a probiotic that can help in both departments by improving digestive function. So again, prevention is key. And the digestive function, I mean, listen, you know, you can have a headache and you can take aspirin and make it go away type of thing. But if you've got digestive issues, it affects everything you do, how you feel, um, you know, your ability to be mobile, working out, not working out, you know, the things that you should be eating or, or could be eating. So, I mean, that part of it is is really critical for us to be able to stay healthy and, and, and to maintain that wellness um, track that that I think we all want to be on. I mean, other than than you know vitamins and other supplements and everything. So we're going to take a quick break right now, and um, when we come back, Sherry, I want to be able to find out a little bit more of some other things that you recommend as this kind of holistic pharmacist. Because I'm I'm curious. I, th- this is this is kind of a a new term um, that I don't think a lot of people are hearing as a holistic pharmacist, and so I'm curious how you um, are having conversations with your customers, how those relationships are working with the doctors that you work with. To to be able to really support um, less medicine in uh, into our bodies and um, a more holistic approach to it all. So, uh, stay with us. We're gonna we're gonna take a break real quick. And hey, guys, I just want to remind you. I said it at the top of the show, but in October one, we're starting a thirty day challenge of how to be able to find and live your life on purpose. Now, I know that sounds like a really really big agenda here, but we're going to find ways. And I can tell you, here's a little hint to this and. Uh, Sherry's playing right into it. It's all about making sure that you are well from the inside to be able to find that purpose and deliver it to the outside. And I know a lot of people are living their lives on purpose and uh, within purpose, um, but a lot of you are questioning this. And I can tell you that, you know, every day I'm meeting somebody that is struggling to be able to say, I just, I'm not sure why I'm here. 
I'm not sure what my real purpose is. So join us on this 30-day challenge. I'm going to have a website for you soon to be able to sign up for that. And then every day you're going to get a little note from me that uh, gives you one thing to do for that day in order to kind of help you get on that track to wellness and being able to live that best life. And that's going to put you on purpose for sure. So stay with us. We'll be right back with our guest, Sherry Torcos. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. Hi, Bonnie Bonadeo here. Would you date your brand? Yes, no, maybe. Maybe you're not even sure what a brand is. You know, like so many companies out there, they have a great product and they don't understand the ultimate brand connection. There's confusion between marketing, sales, branding, clarity of message and establishing a laser focused target on who your ultimate client is. So let me ask you these three questions. Do you know why you exist? Not your product, not your company, you. Do you know why you exist? And then what are you offering? And third, who are you offering it to? And if you can't answer these three questions with complete certainty, then you need to join me in Atlanta, Georgia, September 15th and 16th for Stages Speaking and Branding Course. It's a two-day workshop, two in-depth conversations between speaking and branding, and one fantastic brand message that you'll be able to speak with the ultimate confidence. So if you'd like to join me September 15th and 16th in Atlanta, Georgia for Stages, go to stagesspeakercourse.com. That's stagesspeakercourse.com. You can also find me on Facebook if you go Stages Speaking and Branding Course. See you there. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Beauty Inside and Out Radio. I want to make one more announcement before I bring my guest Sherry Turcos back on. Uh, but for the months of October, November, and December, I'm kind of I'm changing up the brand here a little bit. We are still going to be talking beauty, and we are still going to be talking it from the inside out. But we're going to be adding a new word into it, and we're going to be talking about branding. And the branding is really going to tie into those people, companies, um, individuals that have done such a great job of being able to fill a customer's need with their product or service or company and be able to grow their business. And I know a, a lot of listen. I have guests every week. 
um, on this show. And each week, they are still trying to define what their main purpose is, what they're trying to accomplish, who they're trying to, you know, provide their their product or service to. So it's going to be called uh, Beautiful Branding Inside and Out. We're going to run a, do a three-month run on that, and we're going to have some really, really exciting guests. They're going to talk about how they built their brand. So if you're out there as a solopreneur, a minipreneur, an entrepreneur, small business owner, this is these shows are going to be for you. All right, great. So let's go back. So Sherry, I'm going to I'm I'm going to just kind of read some of your bio here because the truth is um you have a lot of letters after your name and I'm always impressed by my guests that have lots of letters after their name, but you have a really interesting bio here and I want to be you. You're a pharmacist, author, former certified fitness instructor, health enthusiast who uh, also enjoys other passions, of course, and you graduated from honors from Philadelphia College of Pharmacy and Science in 1992. And then since then, you've been practicing holistic pharmacy out of the Niagara region um, of Ontario. And your philosophy is to practice and integrate conventional and complementary therapies to optimize health and, and prevent disease. I love the prevent disease part of it. And that you've won several national pharmacy awards by providing excellence in patient care, which I want to talk about in this segment. And you're a leading health expert. You've delivered hundreds of lectures and medical professionals to the uh, or, uh, and lectures to medical professionals and to the public, and frequently interviewed on news throughout North America. You've authored eight books and booklets, um, and one of them is Saving Women's Hearts, which I love. And of course, you've added to the Canadian Encyclopedia of Natural Medicine and the Glucemic Index Made Simple. Um, That's pretty impressive. The only thing I got following my name is .com. I don't know if I could say accomplishments are the greatest things that I have in my life is becoming a mom. Mm -hmm. I'm now a mom of a nine-year-old boy. I did take a little bit of time off. Um, All of the books that I wrote, you mentioned the 18 books and booklets, they were um, (laughs) pre-child. That explains it. (laughs) Yeah, Saving Women's Hearts came out right at the end, and then I did my second edition to my encyclopedia when my son was young. But, um, yeah, it's, um, it's a busy life. It's a great life. I love the variety in my life. I love that I can work part-time in the pharmacy. I love being very active and involved in my son's education, all his activities. I enjoy doing interviews with folks like yourself that are very health-conscious and uh, interested in these topics of nutrition and wellness and prevention. And, you know, I have hobbies as well, things that I like to do, like hiking and snowboarding and skiing and uh, traveling. So, yeah, I try to, you know, keep some balance in my life. Oh, well, that's that's perfect. And thank you for bringing up your son. I love that because I always feel like a bio is never complete unless your dog or your children or something, your husband, your significant other is kind of incorporated into it. Because the truth is, is that's the that's part of the balance issue that we're all struggling with is I can have some really amazing career, you know, credentials going on. But the truth. But that's only one part of who I am. The other parts are the things that I enjoy to do. And then, of course, my family and my community around that. Um, my son just started his third year of college um, at Eller University in, in uh, Tucson, Arizona. Um, oh, wow. And he uh, he called me yesterday and we had the most amazing conversation. And it's it's so great because it's like he's really at that age now that we can talk about business. We can talk about his future. We can talk about some of the things that he's learning and and how I ha- am experiencing those things because I'm applying them into my life and business life. 
um, and it's it it's just been amazing. So um, yeah, I know that you've got so much more great years ahead of you with your son. So I appreciate you sharing that as well. All right, I want to talk about patience and that patient care, and how do you create that balance between. Because I think that the consumer perception is, first of all, we're getting bombarded uh, on TV about every possible drug there is, why we may need it. And I think that seriously, we all become hypochondriacs and think, oh, I've got those symptoms. You know, do I need that? Or, oh, I never thought that I had that. Maybe I do because I haven't been feeling well the last day and a half or whatever. And I think that we're a society of thinking that there's quick fixes for all of these health issues that we may be up against. Um, And then the other perception that I think we hear and I know this may not be fair to say, you know, out loud uh, in regards to doctors, but people really believe that the pharmaceutical company and um, is a big, big conglomerate and that they have, you know, massive lobbyists and they have a lot of money behind them and that they're pushing this. And we've all been aware and I think we've all tapped into whether on the news or, you know, in some capacity what was going on with this opioid uh, addiction and how they're now, you know, putting the blame back on the opioid manufacturers. Um, so I th- is, it, is it unfair for us to say that, that pharmaceutical companies and doctors are driving these issues and then here you are, this holistic pharmacist trying to kind of balance it all? Yeah, I mean, it's tricky. Certainly the pharmaceutical industry is a very strong and powerful industry for profit. They're in the business of making money. We would like to think that they're doing it with um, intentions also of helping people. Um, I'm, as you know, I'm Canadian. I, I get very um, distressed when I hear um, the prices people pay in the United States for yeah, things like crazy. heart medication. Um, they come across the border to our pharmacies all the time to get the same products, which are a fraction of the price. Um, it is concerning. Um, and, you know, you're alluding to the commercials that are on TV all the time. You know, we don't allow that in Canada. We don't, drug companies can't market products to people like they can in the U.S. And I think the concern is it's okay to give people information about options. But I think sometimes you're right. People watch these commercials and they think, oh, that drug sounds really good. I think I need to be taking the purple pill or this little blue pill or this other product. And you know, oh, it's, it's tricky. I, um, I always tell people, when you are facing a chronic health problem, heart disease, diabetes, cancer, um, whatever the case may be, you need to research your options. You need to be an informed patient. You need to have a doctor that you trust. I wouldn't say don't trust your doctor, but ask questions. Have an advocate for you. Um, in my family, I'm the advocate that accompanies a lot of my family members to the doctor's appointments or makes the calls and does the research. It's important to have an advocate, especially if you have an elderly parent, a child. Um, I think it's good to have a, a, a dose of some cautious skepticism always when you're prescribed a medication. Ask if it's necessary. Do your homework mm-hmm. on it. Talk to the pharmacist pharmacists, we are there on the front lines. We're accessible to answer those questions. Um, When we fill prescriptions, we're not just, you know, typing it up and throwing it in a bottle. We're actually looking at your profile, other medications you're taking, your potential side effects, interactions. You want to be able to ask your pharmacist questions. Should I be taking this product indefinitely? Um, Is there anything I 
could take naturally along with my medication that may help me. Um, for example, we talked about the antibiotics. If, you know, if, if you are prescribed an antibiotic and if your pharmacist doesn't recommend a probiotic, you could go to the pharmacy or health food store and, and ask for one and help, you know, select one yourself because that probiotic could actually help to ensure you're able to finish your course of antibiotics without getting the diarrhea and all of those other issues as we are talking about earlier. So um, that's just one example, but there are a lot of cases where actually natural products can be taken to offset other side effects. For example, if you're on blood, uh, blood uh, lipid drugs like Lipitor, Crestor, things like that, you may want to take some coenzyme Q10 because your levels get depleted when you're on the cholesterol-lowering meds. Mm-hmm. And Q10, important antioxidant, it can help to prevent the muscle wasting and atrophy and muscle weakness that occurs when you take those lipid-lowering drugs. So, um, you know, I just think, as with anything, um, being an informed consumer is a good thing. <laughs> Ask questions. Yeah, I, I agree with you on the ask questions, and I and and thank you for sharing that because we probably our pharmacist is probably one of our greatest resources because you know again I think the perception is for uh, patients is that they have such a limited time with their doctor that they're you know they're they they want to hear their professional opinion and and what they need to be doing and they have all these other questions that they want to be asking too to kind of maximize that time but I think they feel intimidated to do so so. Um, you know, write them down, let them know, you know, prep them and just say, hey, I know I'm in here for this, but I have five other questions that I want to ask in regards to some other health issues that I'm having and and kind of force them to maybe dedicate that time to you during that particular appointment. But I love how you shared um, to be able to utilize the pharmacist as a great and additional resource as well. And pharmacists are actually knowledgeable more knowledgeable about medications because we spend five or six years learning all about medications so we are the drug experts and a lot of pharmacists like myself are also educated in natural products so if you have questions about probiotics or other supplements if the pharmacist doesn't know the answer they can look it up and they're in a, a good position to be able to interpret the information and make a good recommendation and I'll, I'll throw out that website I gave earlier as well, the probiotics.com, because I serve as an advisor on that website. So for people that are listening or watching, if you have questions about probiotics or you want to go online to probiotics.com, you can do a survey, find out what you know may be a benefit for you to take um, as uh, in terms of a supplement. And if you have questions, you can uh, send questions into that website and, and uh myself and some other experts are there to answer those questions. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, you know, I know that you guys do five or six years in studying medicine, but there's new medicines coming out all the time. So you guys are constantly have to be in the world of education too, and continuing to educate yourselves. Absolutely. In fact, um, we're required to do a certain amount of continuing education every year. uh, Because as you mentioned, new drugs are coming out all the time. So it is tough to stay abreast of all the new drugs and plus all of the natural products as well. Um, but, you know, again, if, if the pharmacist you're talking to, somebody you go into your pharmacy and they're not familiar with what you're asking about, it's okay if they have to look things up. But as, as they've been educated for five or six years, they know how to interpret that information to make a good qualified recommendation for you. 
Oh, perfect. Now, there's two other um, sidebar topics uh, attached to the probiotic world here that I want to get to before we have to close our show. One of them is weight loss, and the other one is depression. I know that they're making some claims or they're doing some further research in those two arenas. Can you give us a little insight about that? Yeah, I mean, it's very fascinating. Um, some There's been several studies that have looked at, I mean, we're trying to figure out obesity, we know that it's not as simple as eat less and exercise more. <laughs> we know that there are a lot of hormones involved in regulating appetite, fat storage, metabolism, things like that. And it turns out that the microbiome and the balance of bacteria in your gut um, may also be a factor that could either help or hinder you. And the, the research is very preliminary where they have um, done some studies that have looked on the microflora of a thin person versus an obese person. And also there's been some preliminary studies in animals too, where they've done some transplanting of microflora between the two. Um, I would say it's still too early to say definitively that probiotics can help with weight loss, but this may be a side benefit. You know, we talk about drugs as side effects. This may be a side benefit of probiotics is that they may actually help by um, supporting your body's ability to regulate your weight in a better way. Oh, see, that makes sense to me, though. I mean, there's something logical about what you just said that, um, yes, eating right, yes, exercising, those are two very good things. But I think that we're, even if we're trying to eat right um, and we're trying to be active, there are so many different factors and stressors in our lives that are contributing to this that a probiotic um, just might stabilize. Uh, it may help. And and so when people ask me about that, because they've heard on the news that, hey, probiotics I heard are being researched for weight loss. You know, I, I encourage people, you know, it's okay. there's very little downside with a probiotic. There's a lot of benefits. It can help with digestion. The probiotics can help supporting immune system function, improving nutrient absorption. Maybe it will help with weight loss. And also another area being explored is mood. And we know that there is a really strong connection between the gut and the brain. And uh, researchers are also looking at this area as well, using probiotics to potentially help with mood disorders such as depression. Now, and that makes sense, too, because I think that I think that we have a, a seriously, I think we have a, uh, you know, mental, mental uh, issue um, in our country. Um, well, it's in a lot of countries, there's mental health issues and uh, digestive issues are also rampant. And we know that 90% of the body's um, serotonin are made by cells in the gut. And we mm. know that depression um, one of the features of depression is an imbalance in neurotransmitters to the brain, including serotonin, dopamine, or norepinephrine. So it, it, it may be, it may turn out down the road that uh, we will find probiotics to be beneficial in this area by supporting good digestive function, by improving microflora. Probiotics may offer some benefits in that yeah. area. Yeah, that's that's good. So I, I just went on to the website to probiotics.com. So I'm definitely going to do the little survey here to because I do a probiotic every day, the probiotic that I'm taking, it does say that it needs to be refrigerated. But thank you for answering that question for me for sure. Because um, I, I travel all the time. I mean, I'm in Phoenix right now. So I'm not home. So my probiotics are just in a little baggie, 
you know, hanging out. And I'm thinking, are they still good? Are they still working um, type of thing? Because the manufacturer that I get them from, um, they literally ship it in a cold pack and then I refrigerate it. So I think I'd like to find something that is definitely more stabilized um, so I can travel with it and feel as though it's probably working. How is that different from yogurts and these drinks that you're talking about? I mean, are those still – are those still – uh, you know, recommended? Are they still good to have because they're saying that they're live cultures in there? Or is a probiotic really going to do the trick? And hey, if you like all those things, take them anyway. Right. So it's a good question. Um, yogurt is for sure a healthy food. Kefir yogurt drinks, I think they um, should be included in part of a healthy diet. But I would not rely on those food items as a source of probiotics because they provide dairy culture bacteria versus we want to take human probiotics. We want to take human strain probiotics. So they are different than dairy strain probiotics. The other challenge is with potency. You'll never see yogurts that say they have, you know, one billion or one trillion or whatever. They just they can't. They can't. And who's, ca- who's counting those? That's right. Who's counting them? Well, you can't really count them because they may be there at the time of manufacture, but then they're shipped from the manufacturer to the grocery store. Maybe they sit on a a pallet at the back. They don't get the fridge right away. Then they get taken out and they're in your fridge for a while. Then who knows how much is left at the end. But what I can say is yogurt is a good source of calcium. Uh, A lot of them have vitamin D as well. Protein, I'm a big proponent of Greek yogurt. I give that to my son every morning with his berries. Greek yogurt, love it. Um, I would say other um, foods that can help with... um, providing some beneficial bacteria, things like uh, sauerkraut. Mm -hmm. I just had some of that last week when I visited a little German town. Yeah, perfect. Sauerkraut and sausage or a little kimchi if you like Korean food. A little kimchi is great. If you go to a Korean restaurant, they always serve that with the... um, their hot pots, the bibimbap, and things like that. And the kimchi is a is a, a great source of nutrients and vitamins and trace minerals. And so I would include those foods in your diet, but I wouldn't look at them as being able to provide a reliable source of probiotic bacteria. Yeah, and I know that ginger is, seems to be popping up big time in regards to being a healthy additive. Yeah, ginger is fantastic. I use ginger a lot for people that have nausea, motion sickness. It's actually better. Well, I feel a better choice than some of the -the over-the-counter drugs uh, like Gravol and others that have ingredients that make you drowsy. Mm -hmm. Ginger is um, effective for morning sickness. So for women that are experiencing that nausea and vomiting with pregnancy, it's one of the few things we can say is safe and it doesn't cause the drowsiness. You can make your own ginger drink just by shaving up some fresh ginger root, putting it in some sparkling water with maybe some lemon, lime, some Mm, honey. That sounds good. Yeah, it's tasty. Good. Now, I am curious in our – we have a few minutes left here, and and it may or may not be the topic that you want to go down, but I'm curious from a patient and consumer perspective – are people coming up to you as the pharmacist and your team um, and asking about CBDs? Yeah, for sure. Um, in, in Canada, the regulate it, it is legal, not just CBD, but you can have small amounts of marijuana, so the THC stuff. Um, what I see as a pharmacist, I'll give you just you know my perspective, and, and you know I'm certainly not the expert in this area. 
but I do have some knowledge, some training, and I can speak to um, experiences I've had with patients, people that are trying to get off opioids that have severe pain, chronic pain. Um, a lot of people, I've seen them be able to taper down their dosage of opioids and use um, medical marijuana or CBD products mm. and get some benefit, some relief. I think there's uh, benefits for treating insomnia, depression, anxiety. Uh, I think chronic pain, as I mentioned, back pain. Main reason why people take opioids is for pain control. Mm -hmm. Cancer pain, back pain, migraine, headache pain, things like that. And I think there is a role for using products that have CBD and maybe a little THC as well. Yeah, I, I see it. Um, it's becoming more and more popular. Again, I think that the, the, the popularity of it also kind of has a tendency to say that we need to regulate it a little bit. So thanks for just giving us some insight on that. As a pharmacist, um, it's, it's going to start being a bigger and bigger topic. And I know up in Canada where it's, it definitely has some more, uh, you know, opportunities for it to be legal. We're still kind of balancing that out down here in the States. Uh, Sherry, will you give us how, I know we're going to go to probiotics.com. I'm going to do the little survey myself, make sure that I'm doing the right amount of probiotics to keep my system healthy, but give us some insight of how we can find you and get more involved in all of the great information that you're doing as a holistic pharmacist. Great. So you can check out my website as well. So it's SherryTorkus.com. It's S-H-E-R-R-Y-T-O-R-K-O-S. So you can go to SherryTorkus.com and you can check out my blog page. And if you do have questions, as I mentioned, with the Probiotics.com website, you can go there and ask questions. Myself or another expert is available to answer questions on, on those issues. Oh, perfect. Thank you again. And we appreciate you, you showing up, being live on Facebook with us. I'm glad it all worked out today in light of your travels. Um, and I'd love to have you back on. Yeah, we'll do it again. Thanks so okay. much, Bob. Thanks, Sherry. Hey, guys, we're going to be uh, next week. We're, you know, we're ending summer. We really, seriously, guys, Labor Day's over with, although I'm in Phoenix and it's still 100 and some odd degrees here. Summer is over as far as I'm concerned. And here's one of the things that we need to be aware of. If you haven't been protecting your skin um, and making a... Uh, good sun protection on it, then you probably got some sun damage. And we're going to be talking with Dr. Dennis Gross. He's, he is a board-certified dermatologist. He, he's going to talk to us about why peels are important and um, the the opportunity to be able to cleanse that skin, you know, exfoliate that skin so that you're removing any of that sun damage and preventing any cancers from happening. So we're going to hear all about peels from Dr. Dennis Gross next week. Be sure to join us and then don't forget to join us uh, October 1st for the 30-day challenge of living your life on purpose. All right. Thanks for joining me, guys. And remember to always be you in beauty. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Beauty Inside and Out. Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week.